वेलकम बैक टू माई पॉडकास्ट जैसे साकिटेक शुमाली सिन्हा मदर ऑफ टू लविंग किड्स वाइफ ऑफ अ केयरिंग हजबेंड अ डिजिटल डिजाइन कोच फाउंडर ऑफ प्रोफेक्स इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ टेक्निकल एजुकेशन एंड प्रोफेक्स ऑनलाइन स्किल अकेडमी एंड वर्किंग इन अ मिशन टू चेंज टेन थाउजेंड डिजाइन प्रेनियर फ्रॉम देर पैशन टू देर प्रोफेशन सो दैट दे शुड बिकम एम्प्लॉयबल और एम्प्लॉयर टूडे माई टॉपिक ऑफ डिस्कशन इज फाइव स्टेप्स टू रीच योर स्पेस प्लानिंग गोल और वी कैन से दिस इज लाइक आई विल टेल यू स्टेप बाई स्टेप हाउ यू कैन प्लान योर स्पेस नाउ फर्स्ट थिंग वाई इज इट नेसेसरी टू डिजाइन अ स्पेस सी वी नॉर्मली वी कैन गो टू अ इंटीरियर डिजाइनर वी कैन गो टू टू एन आर्किटेक्ट to design the space for us or maybe an interior designer or architect is doing this for each and every kind of spaces like commercial whether it is an office institute and as well as residence also but why this uh, steps are essential to know for each and every person on this earth because all of us we live in a space which is our own and specifically it is better not to approach somebody else to understand your need or understand your requirement and then design it for you yes of course professionals are available by profession i am also an architect so definitely you can come to anybody uh, like me uh, to design the space for you but this basic essential which i am talking about today this if you know then at least you, the room in which you live Uh, the house uh, where you stay you can plan it properly so uh, that was the necessity of doing a space planning and um, why is it necessary to meet up the requirements because you know the space if the space is planned effectively uh, then um, you can get everything on right place and it is very essential to get everything on right place so that you can save lot of time and it looks uh, very uh, beautiful it looks aesthetically beautiful it gives a pleasant uh, experience of the user so it is necessary to be able to design your own space as well as space for any of your client and uh, you should have a requirement framed also so in this step by step method i'm going to take uh, take you through all these processes the first step is what the space plan means uh, so the first thing is the activity planning or the framing of requirement the second step i am going to talk about is the um, standard sizes of everyday residential uh, usage furnitures and all uh, then i am going to take you to the uh, type of micro level zoning and then the circulation plan and then i will end up with the eight tips to lay out your furnitures so that will end the uh, space planning so let's jump into the subject first the first thing is the framing of requirement now wherever you stay let us take an example of a bedroom so if you are staying in a bedroom or any space if we talk about everywhere there are certain activities going to take place you agree with me because see if it is a living room then there are certain activities we every day we perform those activities there like maybe watching tvs maybe sitting and attending to our guest 
maybe uh, dining room we have the food to be served served uh, we do the storage for our crockeries we do the uh, serving uh, there so we need a serving counter so similarly in bedrooms what are the activities now that also depends on the client or on yourself if you are doing it for yourself because sometime some people they only go to their bedroom just to sleep watch tv and max to max even some people they don't keep the dressing table in their bedroom because they have a separate dressing area and a separate uh, bathroom uh, which is connected through that dressing area to the bedroom so it depends you know so th- uh, definitely you have to jot down your requirement i can give you some examples or what are the possible activities can be performed in the bedroom the main and basic purpose of bedroom is the activity is the sleeping then uh, second comes storage if you do not have a separate storage area or dressing uh, area then your storage uh, you have to keep in your bedroom then your dressing arrangement you have to keep in your bedroom if you like to watch uh, televisions or something while uh, from your bed or in your bedroom then there is a tv watching that that is another activity if you do lot of study in your bedroom any type of studies or uh, computer activities then you require a study table if you want to keep some of your very favorite books or favorite artifacts in your bedroom then you can uh, take one activity as bookshelf and uh, displaying books or keeping books and another activity keeping your artifacts or your valuables or maybe your collections so i have talked about so many things again you can uh, have a coffee corner or coffee kind of table if you do not like always to sit on your bed then you can always have two chairs or maybe one chair cozy chair you can have a cozy chair with a coffee table low height coffee table with bed we we have normally bedside table now it depends if you love a symmetrical balanced design then you can have two bedside tables if you do not uh, want to have uh, symmetrical balance if you love asymmetrical balance then you can have a single bedside on any one one side of your bed and storage i have mentioned there are two different kinds of storage you know the storage which we regularly used has to be very much accessible that we uh, keep in our normal almiras or cupboards and some storage as there those are seasonal storage like maybe in winter we take those things out or in summer we take those things out and we do not need every day to access those so we keep it on the loft or a kind of uh, the uh, the height above the storage we can use that as a uh, loft for this seasonal storage and all or maybe a large size amount of storage kind of suitcase and uh, some uh, extra pillows extra things and all the, those w- which we do not use every day so that was one example of bedroom now you will uh, ask me that uh, keeping all this activities in one single bedroom that will uh, require lot of space you know that's why i am telling you these are the examples of activity kind of activity which can take part inside your bedroom you have to write down what are the exact activities so that is the first step you have to write down the name of the activities what are you going to perform in that particular space or that particular room then the second step comes is the standard sizes 
now how to uh, get the standard sizes there are various websites you can go and check and directly uh, search for this i am giving you two three examples like normally if uh, the uh, if you want a bed for two people and a comfortable one then we call it king size bed that varies from size uh, width of 6 ft to length is 6 and 1/2 to 7 ft now it again depends you can change the size some standardizations are there those are available everywhere you can get and check in the google also but why i am telling this because the sizes also there is a range always whenever you find size for particular furniture to perform that particular activity you can see there is a range like bed can be 6 and 1/2 ft uh, length it can be 7 ft length now that depends on the user and your choice the user's choice because if the people who is going to live there are taller than the average indian uh, heights or average heights of human then you have to have a lengthier bed but if the people are not so tall uh, they are more or less average then you can go for 6 and 1/2 ft bed so that is the kind of decision you have to take uh, in case of uh, jotting down the size of furniture now in this second step uh, i will uh, ask you to make a chart for all those activities now on the left side of the chart you write down all the names of the activities against that each activity in the second column of the chart you write down the name of the furniture which you are going to use for that particular activity okay ja- like example for sleeping activity you need a bed now for storage you need a cupboard or almira but again i am telling you the size of cupboard or almira that will depend i will give you the standard size but that depends on your uh, requirement also so the second column we are having the name of the furniture the third column you have the standard size of that furniture and you have three divisions in that third column itself like the length width and height fine like uh, let us take an example of almira or cupboard against cupboard you write that the length of the almira it depends if it is a, a two person are going to use and you have standard kind of storage requirement you can have 3 ft plus 3 ft that means 6 ft can be the length of your almira or there can be two individual cupboards 3 ft 3 ft now it is on you whether you want a 4 ft uh, long uh, cupboard for one person so for two person you can have 8 ft now it can be the entire one wall of of your bedroom because uh, if your bedroom is 10 ft wide then you one side you can have a complete 10 ft wide uh, cupboard if you have more uh, things to store so that again depends on your requirement or your client's requirement so in the second uh, third column the standard size under the standard size you are having the width then you are having the length also what is the length like for almira this 6 ft 8 ft 10 ft is the length and the width is the depth width or depth is the uh, how deep you want the almira that is there is a standard again that depends uh, that is 2 ft but yes of course depending upon the available space you can reduce a bit maybe 3 inches to 6 inches maximum Uh, in that case the uh, placement of the hangers where you are having the 
hanging cupboards uh, that becomes reduced so uh, the number of uh, garments you will be able to hang will be reduced uh, based on the depth of your almira so that was the uh, second thing depth and then you have to have the height also now for height as i discussed in first point that if you have more storage and two kinds of storage seasonal and regular then you can go for a full height so it will touch your ceiling whether you have a false ceiling at 8 and 1/2 feet or 9 feet so the cupboard height will be also 8 and 1/2 feet or 9 feet it will touch the ceiling if you do not have a false ceiling and your ceiling height is at 9 and 1/2 feet it can go till 9 and 1/2 feet but there will be a partition horizontal partition at the height of lintel level of your doors and windows or most of the cases it is the maximum height of your accessible so below that it is the regular storage and above that height it is the seasonal storage which you cannot access every every day so what is the height that height standard height again it starts from 6 feet 6 and 1/2 feet 7 feet max to max 7 and 1/2 feet now it depends and it has to match with your existing lintel level of all the doors and windows or if you have any kind of paneling all around your room then you uh, it is better to match with that height so that was the third column on fourth column the two important columns is uh, left now the fourth column you have to have these are the structural dimension okay so the fourth column name will be functional dimension now what is the difference between structural and functional dimension say if there is one bed and the structural dimension is 6 feet by 7 feet and height is 1 and 1/2 feet but will you be able to place that bed against a corner of a wall and you will be able to make that bed every day if you do not have certain amount of space all around or at least three sides or at least two sides of the bed it is difficult for you to make up the bed every day right so that's why to make that bed functional if it is a king size bed or a double size bed then you need at least three side you need to move around every day to prepare the uh, bed uh, so that's why you need uh, passage on three sides of that bed and that is minimum 1 and 1/2 feet 18 inches so at least minimum it is better to have a 2 feet Uh, but uh, because the human size horizontally if you see the shoulder we take as a standard size is 24 inches that is 2 feet and the depth of a human if you if you walk side by side it requires at least 18 inches that is 1 feet 6 inches or 1 and 1/2 feet or 450 mm and the width is 600 mm that is 2 feet approximately so that's why you require this much area all along the bed at least on three sides even if it is not on the headboard side but at least on three sides in case of single bed you can have at least two sides because uh, you can access the end of the bed from any one of the side it is sufficient to have this extra space on two sides for single bed okay similarly to make a cupboard functional if it is not a sliding door one if it is a openable door one definitely that cupboard is having shutters starting from 1 feet 6 inches to 2 feet so once we you open up that shutter and stand in front of that then in that case you must be requiring some space to stand in front of that and to walk or to take some things from uh, out of your cupboard 
so that space is called the uh, functional space so you have to add up those functional space and it is always better to do a rough sketch for each and every uh, furnitures first you make that chart that's why i am uh, making you able to make the chart right so in that chart the first thing you have noted down the activities then against each activity you are play, uh, writing down one one furniture to perform that activity then you are writing down the standard size of those furnitures then you are adding up the functional area all around those furnitures and the last column you have to have a circulation area because even if we have one and half feet all around the king size bed or two feet in front of your cupboard but if you cannot go from one space to another space like from your bed side to your uh, cupboard then you won't be able to access that right so there is a accessibility or circulation space required to be added and that width of minimum accessible space or circulation should be 3 feet as 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 per standards it can be more but it should not be less than 3 feet clear so now you will be able to prepare a complete chart with all of your activities and all of your furnitures all of those functional dimensions and all of those uh, with circulation that was the step 2 so now the step 2 is complete now you can go to the step 3 now actually step 3 is the zoning or the evolution of your space planning what is that now you know all the furnitures and the space what is required to complete your uh, space planning now you have to play around by zoning all those activities within that micro room why i am telling you this is a micro zoning because macro level zoning we normally do for architectural purpose like if i have a plot and i have to design commercial project or a residential project a bungalow with some other activities also like swimming pool outdoor areas place garden and uh, maybe an entrance porch uh, the car way all those thing so in that case those are the activities which are macro level activities so we place it where we want to place and we play around all those activities there we call that is a macro but when we are discussing about a small room one room individual room then we call it a micro level zoning so that you have to uh, decide like uh, let us take an example how will you do take a square or rectangle or just take a free space on on a paper take a grid paper and you place the sleeping activity somewhere uh, proportionate to your bed size the standard size you have already got so proportionate to your bed size you place a big circle for your uh, sleeping activity now it is better to have the storage activity or the dressing activity is near to the door of your toilet because what is the functional functionality going inside the room once we go to take bath before we go to take bath we take out your that day dress you we keep it on on our bed or we keep it somewhere then we go to uh, take bath when we come out from our bathroom then we dress up then we come in front of our dressing table and then we prepare ourselves for Uh, maybe going out or something like that that is the flow of uh, the activities or whatever activities we have noted down the activity flow is ki- this kind so according to those flow you have to uh, organize all those activities in a bubble format you can do it or maybe in a square or rectangle format and you have to fit inside the smallest space possible uh, within the room 
but you have to cluster uh, based on those activities like what are the activities uh, those are a similar kind of nature like i discussed about the storage uh, cupboard dressing and bathroom similarly sleeping watching tv and maybe the bedside table these are one zone if you have a study zone then the bookshelf or maybe your display and your table top or maybe the study table whatever so those are a zone so you can uh, create individual small small micro level zones within your room clear so that was the third step now once you have done that and you add your circulation spaces to all those now you can organize and put exact sizes take a graph paper and put exact sizes on that now how to place those furniture there i will give you eight tips so the fifth stage of uh, placing your furniture how you can organize all the furniture which you have already noted down and how to do that okay shall i jump into it yeah if you are liking this podcast then you should subscribe to my channel and stay tuned for my next podcast also and by the time uh, let me tell you how to do that while planning the space for a particular room once you have finalized collecting and joining down details of all the activities necessary furniture their structural and functional dimensions and also the required calculation of space you can start putting them on a layout while doing space planning for a particular room once the level of micro level of zoning has been done you can follow the following thumb rules to place them correctly number 1 start planning furniture against a wall center or two walls corner you should never place a heavy furniture in the middle of a room now second point is that place heavy high wide and deep furnitures along the walls and never place them in the middle of the room the third point is while placing furniture avoid wasting corner places space more than 1 ft 6 inches to 2 ft can have an additional feature like the bookshelf planter displays etc instead of wasting that place number 4 while placing furniture consider their functional dimension and not the structural dimension the detail of structural and functional i have already mentioned now number 5 plan for circulation space in addition to the furniture that also i have explained and point number 6 is keep the circulation flexible to accommodate access to the doors from the room what does it mean keep the circulation flexible to accommodate access to the doors from the room that means all the furniture should be accessible after you enter into your room everything should be accessible right but in front of entrance of door should be the maximum circulation space so if you have any additional space which you can you are not placing any furniture or you are not considering under functional area in that case those extra areas try to place in front of door what does it means whenever you open up a door or you enter into a room you should not get a heavy furniture or high furniture in front of you so you should have a open space first and then all the furnitures and point number 8 is emphasize on special collection furniture 
or specially designed furniture to be placed to highlight that is uh, also covered in my 18 design principle we have one design principle called emphasize dominance so if you have a very nice collection or very good looking furniture or good looking artifacts to show you should place it some somewhere it should be emphasized so for that you need to check out with my 18 design principles also that you can check out later and for the time being those were the five points how to do a space planning now why it is required for everybody because you know as a normal people sometimes we do not feel very uh, we are not in a very good mood that time what we do we try to change uh, the orientation or the arrangement of our furniture and it is better to change maybe once in a year or twice uh, or once in two years if you change all the furnitures and place it in a new manner so it gives a new feeling of your room and it gives a new mood to your room so definitely you love to be there for some more periods of time because sometimes you know a lot of people they think that every day I am seeing my almira in that corner every day I am seeing my bed here every day it is everywhere it is measured and everywhere it is like very uh, it, it becomes very boring for some some of the people so sometimes we try to change our orientation of furniture or maybe we change from one room to another room we shift some of the furnitures to another room so everything you can do once you know and once you have gone through this five steps of uh, uh, designing your space uh, planning your space yourself so that's why it was mandatory for you and just to conclude you know the difference between space planning room design and decoration these three are completely different thing just let me tell you because what we have done in this particular podcast it is uh, it was the technical part of planning the space being a non-technical person but if you want to design then to design something you need to visualize in 3d also and you need some inspiration for your design you need to follow certain design fundamentals like using some design elements in a proper manner by using some design principles into it so that is a completely different thing and again the furnishings and decorations it's it's a thus it is just from the surface uh, decorations the, from the surface of the uh, space uh, which already planned and designed after that if you add something on the surfaces and all that you can call like decorations so these three are different please uh, take note on that and to start uh, design you need to follow a completely separate steps uh, you can go to my podcast to design process and methodology or you join my digital design mastery courses if this podcast added value you to think differently then please comment like and share i am architect shumali sina i hope that uh, this will add some value in your thinking of designing your own space as well as designing for your client and stay tuned for my next podcast and till then thank you bye bye